everyone. Uh, welcome, welcome. Hey. This is the, we're back with the party. <laughs> How do you spell coffee? It's coffee. <laughs> with a W. <laughs> Very carefully. <laughs> oh no, it's not working. We'll talk about that later, Fug. Um, but yes, welcome to Spellcast Adventures session number three. We have our party here. We will do some quick introductions to say who is playing what. And we'll start with the actual, if you are looking at the screen to the left of me, uh, Magic. Hello, everybody. My name is Magic, and I play Tarak, the half orc monk. Perfect. And then to the other side of me, we have Zach. Hey, everyone. I'm Zach. I play Doran, the dragonborn barbarian. Perfect. And then to the side of him, we have Mr. Josh. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm Josh. I play Diggin. He is a warforged rogue. And then off to the side, we have Miss Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah, and I play the tiefling sorcerer Maximil. Perfect. The pink lady. And then we have below Sarah, we have Mr. Nate. Hello, I'm Nate. Uh, I play Soren, the rogue blade singer. Perfect. And last but not least, we have our DM, Mr. BM, the DM in the corner. Hey, uh, I'm Ben. Find me online, BM the DM. And I just lost my camera for a second. Is it coming back? Technical oh, difficulties oh, no. all around. You're back. Gosh. I'm like literally <laughs> touching nothing with my camera. I'm doing game stuff and my no camera's one all sorts of laggy. anything. <laughs> hands off. Well, what was that thing about putting hands in pockets? Right. Yeah, we can't figure yeah, out where my hands go. Dig and do with our hands. <laughs> oh my gosh. It is a day. So we have we took a week off there, but we are back and excited. And last time when we were here, uh, we found some very interesting things out. Um, first, we found out that Rodnan was potentially working for the Ivory Phantoms. Terrible, nasty people. Um, and while we were outside of camp trying to figure out what to do, suddenly the sounds of snoring stopped from inside of the camp of bandits we had uh, gone to check out. And you guys re-entered and found that all of the men had been assassinated during their sleep. And everybody had basically been killed. So, or, Tarak tried to find who was like chasing people down in the river and uh, got some arrows shot at him in the dark. But after that, you worked with the uh, folks in the camp and Yarin... Um, absolutely furious at the death of her husband and wanting revenge said she'd come with you as you guys made your way up to Fort Rowing to try to get some answers. Um, found an interesting scrap of paper. Uh, at least, uh, sorry, Doran did. See, this is what happens when we take a week off. It's been week three. I'm forgetting names. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already getting Soren and Doran messed up again. Um, Doran found an interesting scrap of paper uh, back up at the back in the camp that had a dragonborn on it and uh, an indication that they may have been from Fort Rowing and when you guys arrived you found that that was um, Keth Torian who was an older bronze dragonborn working in the clergy at the camp and he explained um, what the fangs of Kirmi were 
a guild of assassins bent on one mission alone besides you know, killing people, but primarily hunting down and killing dragonborns who have escaped the homeland of Udalin. And that's where we left off with those revelations and Keth Torin, or Torian explaining that he had pretty much lived a good life and was ready for them to finally find him. And the rest of you were enjoying well, being, being a little bit appalled at the revelation, but had just arrived at camp after some quick travel on the road. And you guys are in camp on the evening of the 15th of Caspiel. It's our summer month. And it's fairly late in the evening. And you get all you met Slap too. The fantastic Kenku that very much irritated Diggin. But other than that, the dominant thing inside of the camp was the wafting gorgeous smells coming from the longhouse, those of you who knew and had come through, visited Maribel, uh, the proprietor of this eatery. Um, this really, it's a dining hall for the folks that work in the camp and come through. And those of you who partook of the ale knew it was quite strong from Coltag, the dwarven brewer who worked there. But after just finishing with Kathtorion, you all stand outside of the clergy to discuss your options. What would you guys like to do? Anybody? <laughs> Can I like try and get a read on how um, how uh, how Doran is feeling right now? Sure. Like Doran, you can either if you're trying to hide things, Doran, you can make a uh, deception check for me, and then Soren, give me an insight check. Uh, that is a 15 for insight. Well, that is better than my six. So, uh, <laughs> despite well, this is, trying again. to look stoic, you know that I'm a little shaken by what we've just talked about. So, they're going to be coming then, probably soon. It would seem that way. I'd like to just place in my hand on his arm try and comfort him. I... I fear that whoever they send after me, we cannot engage in combat. Yes, I suppose that's fair. They seem to be rather dangerous. Um, what about... What about him? I mean... He seems to have resigned himself to his fate, but... If that is his will, then that is his will. But I think what we should do is uh, quickly avenge uh, the friend, the bandit man, uh, whose wife is very angry, and uh, find your uh, person you were here for, and then we should get the hell out of here. Yes. What happens if they attack us? have to cross that bridge should it present itself to us i know it was a uh couple weeks ago but just uh one of the things that was said about the things that cure me was they hire and well they force into service members of the target's family 
and whoever's willing to carry out the work, if they do it, um, any torture that's befallen the family of an escaped dragonborn uh, gets to uh, finally stop being tortured and punished for the other person getting away. So typically they will send a family member after you. Hmm. Uh, it worries me to think who could have broken in my family. Maybe don't worry. Robert, Maybe. You really do not have grasp of emotions. I don't think you have good advice on this topic. Hmm? That is true. But the more you worry, the harder the day goes. Maybe we focus on the objective. Well, our objective was to come and possibly save this, this old fellow who apparently doesn't want to be saved. Objective completed. Not really. Or objective abandoned, if anything. <laughs> Um, DM question. Elric Varen was the last one on my list that we thought would be here, right? We know he's not here in the fort. He's in the camp. The, he's, oh, the that's right. He's held captive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what we know. That's what we're also up here to do. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere nearby, he is held captive. The, uh, the, I believe it was a conversation that was overheard by Penelope through Puff. Mm-hmm. That they had, they had moved Elric at the camp near Fort Rowing, which is one of the initial reasons you all came up here. Right. Oh. Is is the Goliath lady with us? I forget her name. I didn't write down her name. Yarn. 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 Yarn did not stick with you as you kind of went to the clergy. She shrugged it off and went near the outside of camp. The guards that had met with you offered up one of the cabins as you kind of came into camp because there's no expeditions coming through right now, so the cabins are available. Um, they're a very paltry fee. Um, it's a silver piece per person per night, and they sleep eight people. Oh. So for for ten gold, you can or for less than ten, less than a gold, you can rent out the entire cabin. But it's it's set up as a as a defensive border, those of you that have been here before know, and as well as some of you have set out on expeditions from here, so you would have stayed in the cabins, prepped yourselves, and then launched out from this area. But standing outside, discussing the revelations that you all just had, again, you're hit very strongly with the smell of wonderfully cooked foods, and your tummies rumble just a little bit from all the hard things that you've had to eat on the road. Those of you that have had to sustain yourselves, you're excluded. The rest of you do get the whiff of incredibly delicious smelling food available just over at that long house that has a lot of soldiers moving in and out of it. Would you all like to go? Would you maybe feel better if you ate something? I How suppose can we eat? cannot really... We can't plan on an empty stomach, though. She's right. 
We definitely can't fight on an empty stomach, that's for sure. No. Diggin can. Except for Diggin. Especially in that regard. How can you eat Have knowing we... someone's about to come get us? Diggin does not need to eat. Gotta sustain yourself somehow. A good Have boot, told boot cycle anyone... does do well. Have we told anyone at this camp that they're coming for this guy yet? Nope. Okay. Um, he seems to be resigned to his fate, but obviously when they attacked the other camp, they didn't exactly spare much. They spared the women and the children, but this place is not exactly rife with women and children. Should we let the rest know, just in case they happen to fall victim to the assassin's blades as well? I believe that that was the ivory phantoms that came to destroy the camp, not the fangs of Kirimi. You're right. I'm wrong. Never mind. (laughs) What happens when we have to take a week off? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm lost. (laughs) Well, you should have watched the restream. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Digging, digging old pipe up in, in, in this. A man's life has been saved. The man does not want to be saved. Hmm. I don't know. I'm at a loss. Might as well eat breakfast then. Yes. It's late. Might as well eat dinner then. (laughs) Second breakfast is always pleasant. Brinner. Brinner. I love Brinner. It is Jiggin's favorite meal. <laughs> I just start hopping dinner. over. I just start hopping over to the place that has the food. Okay. Is is the stupid bird with us? <laughs> no. <laughs> slap did not stay with you. Slap Thank had um, goodness. The slap, slap was has... coming off shift and was going to get something to eat themselves. Slap has good self-preservation skills. <laughs> yeah. Slap is friend. Hmm. Right, well, I guess she's got the get the right idea. Let's go have some food and, I suppose, rest uh, up before we go and find out this other camp nearby. As we're walking, I'd like to try to pull Doran aside, and I'd like to ask him in Draconic, Mr. Doran, after this mission, would you like us, do you think we have the potential to possibly go after your family and save them? from what they're going through. Do you think we can do something like that? I must say your exit is very good. You've done good studying. Um, listen, it is entirely possible that my time has quite yet to come. Uh, it's possible they do not even know I am missing for a while yet, but I think we should be vigilant no matter what. Um, it is my great hope that we can eventually talk whoever they send for me out of this but that is unfortunately a matter that we'll have to wait until that opportunity is upon us so we cannot return to your homeland first to save them before they break that is not a possibility it sounds like I mean we could but I would be executed on site that would be bad you are friend we don't 
want to put you in danger, but I fear for your family. Not many know of the terrible state that Udland is in with the dragonborn slaves. I understand. All right, then. Well, we'll just have to, I say in common, figure out what to do later. I'm sorry. Listening to the conversation, clearly not understanding what was going on, but um, he uh, looks at um, Doran and um, uh, Delvin, my friend. Does that mean that all of the fangs of Kwilmi are dragonborn? So we do not have to worry about anybody else being fang of Quirley, or have they been known to also hire and, and include others? No, they, they would specifically send members of the slave's family after them. And since all family is dragonborn, then it would be a dragonborn assassin they send after me. It could be either of my brothers or, oh, God forbid, my little sister. I'm sorry to hear that. But they would not, we do not have to worry if we see somebody who is not a dragonborn, that they are the fangs of Kuhn. That's correct. Are any of them magically inclined, perhaps? Magic is an interesting subject in dragonborn and Udland society. Um, I myself was experimented on by my captors, by my oppressors. Um, and at that, Doran's gonna take out from a chain under his tunic this silver ring. The wizard who experimented on me, he wore it every time he performed his foul experiments on me. And in a rush, as I escaped, I didn't know what to do other than to think to maybe grab something that he was using against me so that he could not use it against anyone else. And I took this ring and I ran. Um, do you mind if I inspect it for a moment? Uh, I, I will trust you with this. You give it right back, out. I promise. Can I uh, cast detect magic, see if anything pings on it? Yeah. It is most definitely magical. Does it have a school? I am just double checking the item for you. If any. This wizard, do you know his name? Mm. I will never forget his name as I quickly pull up my backstory because I forgot his name. <laughs> 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 never, never forget. 
Once I had it open before, but then I had to do all my resetting of my stuff, and I, I lost all of the things It'll never I had be open. forgotten. Give me a minute. I just gotta find yeah, it. Yeah, I give him. Yeah. That's great. Oh uh, God. I, it's also in typical Ben fashion that they are really weird dragon names. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> the wizard who did these experiments on me, his name was Yuckvildes. Yuckvildes. Spell Yux. that for us. Yuckvildes <laughs> was a dragon spell that for us? Yes, I can. It is Y O X V I L. T-H-E-S, Yuxfildes. So I got that wrong. <laughs> Yuxfildes. Have Yux. I heard about this wizard in any of my studies? Um. No, you absolutely have not. Okay. Have There's... I heard of him in any of my studies? The only <laughs> person that has heard of this one is Doran. Um. So the sentient item is magical. Sentient. The item is magical. <laughs> I was uh, sorry. I was reading some article that was talking about I identifying items, and it went into like <laughs> I had to pull up a question really fast. I was like, "How does this magic item have a school of magic?" And it says, "You know, magic items don't inherently have one." And someone was arguing for sentient items, and I got into it for a second. Got. Slightly ADD brain distracted, so... Okay. Oh, it's not sentient. The ring is not just sentient. Looking, just looking at it. One ring to rule them all. Still deep into my soul. Oh my god. I read a book like that. Well, this is what I get for, like, getting slightly distracted. I'm like, how does this question work? And then I just dive deep into the answer. But, anyways, the item is magical, but it does not have a school associated with it. Magic okay. items don't inherently have a school right. associated with them until you start using charges. Then spells that they cast or things that they do can right. show you the school. But this does glow with an aura of magic. Okay. And this wizard was also a dragonborn. Yes. He was the personal wizard to my master. You should be very careful with this. It's... It, it is... I'm... I don't know if you know, but it is magical in nature, and there are certain spells that might allow him to find you by just looking for this. Mm. So, it's a waypoint that leads right to you in certain circumstances. You should be very careful with this. I hand it back to him. Take it. Put it back on around my neck. Have you tried wearing it? I have not. If it's, I don't know if it's a sore subject, but if it's magical in nature, it might be useful in some way as well. Did he employ that ring specifically in in these awful acts that he perpetrated upon you? We never, he would do his experimentations on me. He would be wearing it, but as soon as he would leave me, he would take it off and then put it aside and only wear it when he was doing his magics on me. Interesting. I am sorry, my friend. That is terrible. I understand the pain that that must linger with you. This is not as painful as what I will do to them should I ever cross paths with them again. Understandable.
All right. So put the mech, the, the, the totally not sentient, sentient magic neck ring thing <laughs> back around your neck. Um, do I see a big red eye or anything when I touch it? <laughs> yeah. These weird, <laughs> it looks like Elvish, but not quite. Do I turn invisible? <laughs> you didn't put it on. So no, you don't. Good point. <laughs> Digging puts it on. Oh Nothing happens. Uh, the world implodes. I've totally lost my train of thought. That's what happens. Uh, DM times. Always fun. So, a little discussion about a super awesome magic looking ring around Doran's neck. But, what would you guys like to do now? As Penelope hops off in the distance and opens the door to the I'm dining following. hall. Yeah, following is her the rest for, yeah, for let's, food. Yeah, let's, let's go get dinner. I'm famished. Now that you open the door and turn around and find yourself alone, and all your friends are like 35, 40 feet behind you, huddled <laughs> up talking about something, you overhear some weird dragon name, but you're just like, I'm hungry. Come on, guys. While we walk, can I perceive to see if I see any dragonborn? Yeah, go ahead and make an investigation check, actually, as you're looking around. Investigation! Um, investigation. Ooh. A 19. So you see the one dragonborn you spotted as you came into camp that was not the one that matched the uh, the picture. Um, you don't see any others around. You see one very close behind you, but no other dragonborn. <laughs> Yeah, I know about the one close to me. I'm gonna <laughs> now knowing the information I know, can I do like an insight check on that dragonborn? Uh to you see, don't see if... her anymore. Like she's heading away into like the barracks and kind of just like as you as you guys have been talking, she was out milling about and you guys make your way this direction and you take a look around to scan around and see her and you see her like ducking into the barracks as she like just escapes her purview. Where we're going? Nope, away from you. Opposite side okay. of camp. Can I still roll insight to see if that's sketchy? <laughs> <laughs> roll sure. vibe check. Dragonborn sauce. A six. You get okay <laughs> vibes. And she thinks seems like she's doing her thing. Just okay. going off to, will, going off to stuff. I will keep a mental <laughs> note that I'm now on the lookout for dragonborns that could potentially come out and kill us. Or Doran, rather, not us. Okay. And I will just look back and keep walking. Quick question of clarification. Yeah. Mr. Doran, what color are you? Uh, I am a brass dragon. Brass. What metal? Sorry, brass. Okay, so we need to watch out for those guys. Well, that's incredibly racist. <laughs> oh, yeah. Would Any we know that if, look like... particular ones that look like him? <laughs> With evil in their eyes, or not necessarily evil, but pain, <laughs> sadness, anger. I'm really uncomfortable with the way this conversation has turned out. Out, out of character. Face. <laughs> out of character. Would we know if, like, if a, a brass dragonborn's family would also be almost exclusively brass colored, or would they be variable? Like stepbrothers and sisters. Like, yeah, like can like, I? I have no idea how this works. Like, can can a like a black and dragonborn and, a and yeah. like a yeah, like <laughs> is there color mixing? I don't understand how this works. Make 
a, a nature or a survival check? If nope, nature, just nature. Well, I'm pretty sure I'm bad at both of those. Can I help uh, him? Nature. As you guys have this yeah. strange discussion, oh, we just natural ask one. Him? Could we ask? Natural him? one for a total five. <laughs> <laughs> probably good. Yes. Probably good. Um, <laughs> you're. I mean. You really haven't studied your Dragonborn entomology very much. No, I have not. You're, it's a little <laughs> bit above your head. You're just like, I've never really thought about this. It, it occurs to you suddenly that this is the first time you've had this question. Yeah, that's completely accurate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my carrots. <laughs> Penelope, while all these interesting questions about the histories of lives and colors of dragonborn are going on behind you um you open the door to this long hall mm -hmm. this great eatery that is it extends about 120 ish feet in front of you it's a very long room but it has an open kitchen so it is blocked off about 30 or 40 feet at the back to where there's a kitchen area uh, two rows of very long family-style tables stretch out, and the first thing that immediately catches your eye is the obscene amount of graffiti covering the interior of this room. Um, all over the tables and the benches and the walls, pretty much anywhere some soldier has found to carve their name or draw that they were here, it is written. You, you look as you kind of like walk in and spot a few blank spots um, and uh, make a make a quick perception check for me. Hmm. Out of character, Maximil, did 22. you while you were there? I'm pretty sure you I think did. I did. I think I did. You spot Maximil's name as you walk by. A little fresher <laughs> than the others. You see Maximil written in a very pretty handwriting near like the side of one of the tables. <laughs> It's Pink Lady's name. Written um, in pink. In pink. Yeah, in, in pink. Uh, you don't spot anybody else's name that you recognize, but Maximil stands out. It is fresher than the other ones. Um, and it you know, has a nice pink coloration where most of them are blacks and blues and kind of smudged and covered with dirt and grime after years of use. Um, as you enter, though, you are immediately assaulted by the smells of herbs and fresh vegetables and roasted meats um, you look at the table in front of you and there's fresh bre bread all of these soldiers that are in here right now have trays that are decently piled um, with fresh food and bread and everyone is enjoying themselves most of them have mugs of ale most of them are wearing parts of mugs of ale and you can quickly attest that to the very loud dwarf up near the front standing next to these massive kegs that is a few cups in himself and cheering as he very drunkenly pours additional drinks for people as they come by. Nice. But as you enter, um, there's a little bit of quiet from the, ta the table section nearest to you as they kind of pause their conversation just to see who's come in. Uh, but very quickly, they return back to their conversations and enjoying themselves. Um, and you can spot very far in front of you near the front, kind of a cafeteria style line to be able to go to this section where they serve out food in almost a buffet fashion. So, a couple minutes, or I'd say a few seconds later, the rest of you 
kind of reorganize yourselves and catch up now that the doors are open and these smells are hitting you in full force suddenly your stomachs do take over and you're like ah yes magic items not so important hunger very important <laughs> i'm already in line i'm already in the buffet line so there's nobody in line by the time you get up there it's a little late most people are drinking you do see most of the food up here is still very fresh um there's a warm feeling coming from your legs as you get kind of close you can see that there is a row of a very low burning coal fire underneath this giant vat of like water and she has she has very cleverly crafted kind of like a steam table to keep things fresh as she keeps everything nice and hot um but you walk up and it's your first chance to meet a very lovely um half elven question mark going back to my character notes and so <laughs> i think that's what you said uh yeah a very ha lovely half elf woman am i tall enough to look over the counter you are what two and a half feet tall no, i'm no like two i think Three i'm and four a half, I think. can't remember if you were if you went on the very short side or if you're just like average size so. i didn't know i can go um, two feet i think i'm like three think and a half four <laughs> i think your minimum was about two and a half or three but Aww. that Wait, being that's said like, that's um, tiny okay that's very small i yeah. think four feet i thought yeah my i thought she said four. somewhere around four yeah I don't remember. A few notes in my mind. Hmm. Yeah, four is four is fine. So at four feet, yeah, it's about. I mean, the the table or the counter stop, sorry, is like, open I'm up three to where and you half, can and see. Then the ears make me four. There you go. Um, <laughs> your eyes are above eye level to the food, though. Um, okay. You're you're about the size of a gnome, so right, this right. is cut to like gnome dwarf height, so they can actually see. Um, and you see the half elf woman who does stand a couple feet taller than you at like five foot six behind the counter. She's pretty tall and lithe. Um, but she leans over and looks to you and goes, Oh, aren't you the sweetest dearie? That's so lovely to see you. Wrong accent, wrong tavern keeper. This woman was Southern. Rewind five seconds. <laughs> I just remember because I just did a, the charity game last week and I had an Irish voice I did there. And I was like, no, this Maribel is Southern. And she leads over and goes, oh, sweetie, you just look like you walked about 10 miles to get here. You need a little bit of food on them bones. What can I get you, honey? I'm all blushing and I'm like head down and all shy. And I'm like, you have any vegetables? Oh, we got the loveliest right over here for you. And bring that tray over. Just bring it. You take it and you scoot it right there. There you go. And she takes a spoon and judges based on your size about twice a portion for you you would normally eat you need a little bit of meat on them bones honey i mean i know you're not eating meat but this will do the trick for you and you need one of these and she takes this loaf of like focaccia roll it's um very nice and golden brown and roasted nuts and herbs baked right into the top of it and she goes you get one of these and then down there on the end i know you don't like to eat meat but there is a broth um, there's a couple soups down there, but there's a veggie mushroom soup at the end there. You just take that loaf and you dip it in there, and it's going to just blow your mind. My ears and, start wiggling because I'm happy. <laughs> um, you smell um, a lot of fresh stuff um, that very much seems like it might have been delivered recently. Um, carrots, potatoes, um, radishes, rutabaga, just lots of like hearty root vegetables. Um, this is more like a steamed vegetable Kind of medley that you have for your main as well as you know this big roll and then there's a very earthy smelling mushroom soup 
um, at the end. And she looked down and she says, now listen, honey, if you haven't had too much to drink in your life, you watch out for that fella down there at the end with the beard. His name's Coltag. That stuff you're going to drink, okay, we use it for a couple things around here. Polishing horseshoes and uh, <laughs> knocking the white off folks' teeth, okay? Oh, wow. So you, you be careful with it. It's going to mess you up a little bit. So get like a half, okay, asking for like a half pint. Wash it down, you know, wash everything down with that, and you're going to feel fine. All right. Okay. Maribel, get miss. you anything else, sweetheart? Oh, no. You're fine. Oh, wait, here. Take one more roll. And there's, like, barely any room on your tray. And she, like, crams <laughs> another roll on the top. She, Don't you worry, honey. We'll take care. Oh, Maximil! What's my stars? It's so good to see you again, honey. And, oh, you brought all these fine gentlemen with you today. Oh, I see you made friends with these lovely fellas. They're, I tell you. They were some of the nicest gentlemen that came by recently. They brought me all this lovely food. Oh, that's nice. Oh, it's very nice. And I tell you, that one right there, the, the tall one, you know, with the, the little pointy ears, he's quite a looker. But the other one behind him, he's a little quiet. You gotta, you gotta really work to get with that one. And I think he's a nice fella too. He just doesn't say too much. Tarak looks at Penny's plate and the sneer. This is this is not food. This is oh. food's food. <laughs> that is food's food. That's why. For a nice strong fellow like you. Do you have any meat? She pulls out like uh, she there's um <laughs> there's like a braised meat kind of stew that looks like chunks of like short ribs and stuff and um just pieces of like other meats. She's like, listen, honey, there's a few things in here that we keep for some of the nicer folks that work higher up. They like their roast chickens and their their small individual meals because they think they're fancy. Um, had one left over and she pulls out the tray and this whole roast chicken just slaps it on there for you. Um, she goes, you need yourself one of these, a little bit of a little bit of this bread here. And then tell you what, we're going to take a little bit of this sauce. And she dips into like the braised meat sauce and just like pours a huge ladle of this kind of gravy over it. She goes, you need a little bit of this, and you're going to sop it up there. And Coltag, get him too. He's going to need him. And right, down at the uh, end, the dwarf is just like pouring. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Nods in appreciation. <laughs> takes, takes the plate and uh, makes room for the next person. It's killing me that I'm not that I'm a vegetarian, but I'm going with it. <laughs> it kills um, me that I don't like food. I don't eat food. <laughs> Uh, the rest of the things that you find there, um, you know, there is a, a selection of braised stewed meat um, of unknown origin, but it tastes amazing. Um, very soft and delectable. Um, mm. There's no more roast chickens. Um, you know, Tarak got the last one there and she get a, gives you a wink as you walk off. She's like, now, don't, don't eat it all too fast, honey. You take care of yourself now. Um, and there's the... <laughs> walks off. Can I insight the, check uh, her? Uh, yeah, sure. Let me let me nice. roll a deception here, because <laughs> let's see. That's deception with this. No, we're just going to uh. do a straight deception roll. That was public and it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Go and roll your insight check. Yes. Is she about oh. to poison us all? Um, no, it was, it was more yeah. to see... You can't tell if she was hitting on Tarak. You can't tell if she was hitting on Tarak or if she's just being a sweetheart. Okay. Yep. Um, but oh, nobody like... goes hungry in Maribel's kitchen. 
Um, the other soup at the end, there is a mushroom broth, um, you know, for the vegetarian earthy types. That's really good. Um, but there is also a, um, a, a wild rice, like dark meat kind of broth, a little gamey. Um, probably gator. Those of you that had the gator sausages last time you were in here. Um, yeah. There is a selection and the line is always hot and ready. Um, those of you that grab drinks, um, there is Coltag's Ale available, which is a little bit harder than most people are used to. Um, however, tea, Catalan coffee is still available as you are right on the edge of the Catalan jungle. So that coffee is readily available for you, as well as um, the the water pitcher that seldom goes very used here. You can tell that the, <laughs> the water pitcher needs refilled likely because just because the water's been sitting there for like six hours. I forego <laughs> the alcohol and I go for the coffee. Same. Okay. <laughs> I get the tea. Okay. I feel like there are dire ramifications for giving a bunny coffee. <laughs> <laughs> More than alcohol? Um, <laughs> the fresh Catalan coffee after a, uh, after a nice long trip on the road and this hearty meal. Um, everybody gains inspiration for a nice Ooh. meal of Maribel's. Oh, I still uh, have um, it from last can, time. Can we stack inspiration? No, you cannot. I'm sorry. Can I use inspiration um, on the insight check? To have gotten rid of it and then get there? <laughs> yeah, we'll let it slide this time. We'll yes. let it slide this time because you guys forgot you had inspiration. Generally, I clear inspiration after a session. Oh, okay. So, Rude. We'll give you through uh, this one. Are you kidding me? That's a three. Okay. a three. Sorry, I'm just so it was slightly the, better. It was the dice slightly. is the universe deciding for you, <laughs> and they decided no, not today. Not today. Um, those of you that had the Catalan coffee, so Penelope and Soren, um, you guys have advantage on social checks until you fail one. So if you're trying to insight check or persuade someone, that coffee's giving you a little pep in your step, and you feel good about it after the nice meal. Um, do we still have advantage on persuasion checks until we fail? The charisma persuasion checks that you said at the last, at the end of last session? Oh yeah, because of the travel? <laughs> Are you going to try arrived. a third time? No, I'm not. Yeah. That's for persuasion. <laughs> oh, sorry. So, I'm not going like, to try a third gonna, time, no. I'm going to find out yes. if she was hitting on her. I tell now she's you. going to persuade her to tell her the truth. <laughs> the oh, are there any know. guys you're looking at? No, no, I'm not. Oh my gosh going to okay. use it when it's necessary. We have a coin. <laughs> use it when it's... <laughs> you I, uh... got a coin. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the... I don't I think feel a like a four is going to help your insight. Yeah. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I, neither a four nor a seven is really going to be enough in this situation. <laughs> I guess we'll just never uh, know. We'll never You'll know. never know if she's attracted to Sor or Tarak this time. <laughs> It's, if she's got another roast chicken for him, you might want to ask some questions. <laughs> Diggin will just awkwardly no, this just uh, walk. just seems like nepotism. <laughs> Diggin will awkwardly just walk up to the line, look over the food. Hello. Well, hello and there. Away. Okay. And just well, you. Hold <laughs> uh, I don't think that one's drinking. You might want to get him some oil, though. He looks a little rusty. Oil. There's turns back around. You there's, have there's oil. A little bit of, there's a little bit of a laugh. She's like, oh, of course I got oil. We, we keep it for the weapons, but, uh, you know, 
Yeah. You know, we could we could oil you up a little bit. I don't know what y'all drink and eat. I'm, I've never seen a Yurik before. I just heard of you. I heard they were metal folk, and uh, uh, if you you got two metal components rubbing up against each other, you want a little bit of oil sometimes. You are very wise. Diggin will no. take some oil. Oh well, uh, I got some chicken grease. <laughs> but uh, if you wanna if you wanna get some oil, you'll have to go over to the armory. I'm sure they could spare you a little bit. But uh, Diggin will go to the armory. Just turns All right, there you go. You're not gonna grease there your joints is. with chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Thought about it. Sounds uh, delicious. I know. Also, Diggin's gonna have disadvantage on stealth checks because every animal in a two mile yeah. radius is gonna want to come after very popular with the local <laughs> wolves yeah wolves bears owl bears was there an empty uh, seat where uh, max oh, wrote her name in the table uh yeah there's a it was towards the end she came in at a very busy time so she got down near the end there i'm gonna um, go sit over there because okay. i'm the first one in the line right yeah yeah you take a seat next to Max. It's a little bit further down from the other folks, and um, you kind of notice that, you know, most of them um, do kind of just filter in and stack in near each other. Very loose, like family type seating. There's not really distinct groups of people sitting, um, but you all manage to find your way to the same spot. There's plenty of room around for everybody to sit down and eat. Um, Digging? Are you hanging out with everybody as they nope. eat? Or are you wandering <laughs> off to the armory? Going to the armory. All right. It was like so, she said, "Oils at the armory," and I turned right as she said it and just walked out the door. Sounds good. Okay. Um, rest of y'all, what would you like to be doing while digging? Up? As you see him kind of have a conversation with Maribel and then take off. I just say. <laughs> I just say, uh, oh, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, go ahead. I just, say, I just say, well, that explains why he never ate any of the sandwiches I made him. Oh. <laughs> I forgot about that for a second. There was sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so Slap is sitting with some of his friends. Uh, well, just some of the other soldiers. Um, they're all eating and having a merry time. Okay. Uh, but he kind of like, nods at you as you go by and is eating some of the soup like the mushroom soup that's available and he's got crumbs of bread all over his beak so it looks like the local soldiery like is friends with him they don't like bully him or whatever oh absolutely not no okay i don't even think of any of them want to you know try to dodge an arrow shot by slap fair <laughs> fair point yeah Same. and he has blackmail on all of them <laughs> <laughs> Slap sees everything not wrong. No, Slap, Slap everything. repeats everything in your voice. That true. Oh, yeah. The perfect um, witness. As Diggin walks by, you hear Diggin is confused. Oh, my God. Oh, no. For, for that moment, he's just like walking diligently, stops, hand on the dagger, and looks. Takes the hear, hand off the deck. You're hearing Soren's voice. It gets kind of annoying, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Leave Diggin alone. Oh, no. <laughs> and he continues to walk out. You, you hear the rest of the soldiers kind of laugh, but then one of them is like, hey, clunky, they're just having a good time. It's just a laugh. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Call him Hold on. That's, that's <laughs> yep. a little. 
continues to walk. <laughs> okay. okay. Roll an intelligence gonna... check to see. <laughs> oh. All right. You, you see this brief exchange with Diggin and most of them, most of the uh, guards sitting around, those of you that have paid attention to this conversation, seem to have just been having a good time. And it's kind of a, it's very much like an old school boys club where, you know, you're getting picked on, then you're part of the group. Is how they all view it. Um, yeah. Any conversation around the table as you guys all enjoy an absolutely phenomenal meal? I think as I'm downing my copious amounts of alcohol, I'm staring at the ring and just like looking over at Soren and think, you think maybe I should put this on? I think that's entirely up to you. I don't really have enough information to give you advice on that. I, You said he wore it when he was, I mean, frankly, torturing you, but perhaps it's some sort of protective charm or something like that. I don't know. Um, I know there are items of such quality, but I don't know. Ooh, I wish, that? damn it all, I didn't pack that spell before I left. Um, Penelope, I have a question for you. Yes. In your studies, do you did you pick up the spell identify? I was do you know how to, to identify ask. items? Lovely. Do you have a pearl? I don't have a pearl. Ben, can I? How do? How does my identify work? So with um, identify, you usually have I... to spend. Um, if you cast it as a ritual, you'll need to spend the pearl. It's got a value attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, but I have like that the, special uh, ritual thing. Let me. Are we doing check. it? Consumes the pearl. And you just have to have it. Right. Um, I need that part. Christina had to be all weird and play the uh, the brand new wizard that I'm not super <laughs> like read up on yet. So I just need to double check something really quick. Oh, the scribes one. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I don't know. Oh no! Don't be sorry. Idea. It's a very cool. You should take a look at it sometime. It's super, super cool. Um, Music is, is that what jam. the ring looks like? I don't know. I just had my class ring handy, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Perfect. the class well, ring. May as well do some prop work. While a a ring of utmost evil. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, a ring that signifies a dark time in my life. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> oh, jeez. The ring oh, of dying geez. whale. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know what you guys of... are talking about. School is fun. <laughs> yeah, kids, stay in school. It's very fun. <clears throat> yep. Um... So this allows you to cast oh. it using its normal casting time. That's you cool. Don't have to, so you can use the ritual spell as mm -hmm. an action. But That's generally, I think you I thought you had a pearl on you for identify. I Let me check your inventory. Like I did, but yeah, I you've got one on D&D &D Beyond. I do. Yeah, there's a pearl on D and D Beyond. Did it not make its way into Foundry? I'm looking at Beyond. Um, I see it. 
Oh, would that be oh, a part of the components pouch? No, no. Okay. So any spell that requires a gold value component okay. is not part of this pouch. But yep, I see you have it in there. So what you can do, your feature is instead of casting it as a ritual and having to take the extra time, um, you can cast it as an action. So you or as a uh, for one minute instead of having to use the additional ritual time. So you can just go Sweet. bloop done. So let's do that. Okay, if uh yeah, is that what we're up to there, Doran? Doran's gonna look at Penelope and just Well I've trusted you this far. I may as well trust you a little further. He hands the ring over. Why would you have any doubts at all? <laughs> I'm a bunny. Hmm. No. Okay. <laughs> Are you about to? All right. How do we? Okay. My first. So go ahead and. Uh, yep, oh, yes, use I never got to do this outside of school. I don't want it. <laughs> Damn it! Sorry. He's trying to hand me something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cold. Go that way. All right. Okay. <laughs> so this is a a silver ring um, that's faceted like a gemstone. Um, but this is this is called the Ring of the Distractor. Um, ring has several charges, which is equal to the charisma modifier of the wearer, and it recharges at dawn. As an action, you can expend a charge to force a creature to make a DC 13 charisma saving throw. On a failure, the creature is either distracted by the phrase, hey, look over there, and loses their concentration on any spell, um, and they're unable to look at the wearer and up to 10 of their allies for a round. Um, or they're unable to focus on anyone but the wearer, including to attack for a whole minute. So you can either distract someone and break concentration, and I'll put this into your inventory in um, in Foundry so you have it. Sweet. <clears throat> so you either distract somebody and force them to look away and they can't look at you or your friends, so that means if they need to be able to see a creature to cast a spell on them, they can't do it for that round. Um, and it breaks concentration. Or, like I said, it can force them to target you for a round or for up to 10 rounds. I relay that information. <laughs> you said it was DC 13 charisma save? Yep. Okay. And you should have it. Why is it classified as light armor? Details. Oh, yeah. Trinket. Trinket. There you go. <laughs> Um, and this requires attunement to use. So in um, my homebrew rules, usually when we do stuff, it's uh, attunement is an action um, to unattune from something to give to somebody else. It takes a long rest. Oh. So I would like I, I like it so my players can use stuff they get right away. Mm -hmm. But if they've got their full docket of attuned items, they can't just be like, oh, I use this. No, you have to actually spend a long rest breaking attunement with an item. That's cool. I like that. Required. I don't see identify in my foundry. Oh no. But it's in my 
D campaign or D and D Beyond. Um, that's because it's in it's in your spell book. I'll just add it to campaign here real quick. So, what would you like to do? You you tell us how this this thing works. I relay all that information. <laughs> huh. Did he, when he wore it, did he make you look at him? Uh, um, yes, he you had to stare at him. Yeah, he, he forced me to watch. Penelope oh, didn't ask you. <laughs> right, I didn't hear any of that stuff from before. Oh, right, <clears throat> sorry. Um... Do you, Doran, would you like to tell her, or tell I, uh, or? Basically, in my homeland, um, my mother and father, well, we were all born slaves, and uh, after attacking my master, because he killed my father in front of me, I was tortured magically. I can't say for certain how long, but every time I was tortured, the wizard used this ring and forced me to watch, forced me to look at him. My ears flop down in sadness, and I just, I'm so sorry. That's horrible. When I had the chance to escape, I grabbed the first thing I could find, and this was that. Interesting. Mm. And you've never, you haven't used it since? Never. Would he be looking for it? It's possible. Are we in more trouble? Uh, I would say no more than usual, but I do not know. Do you think it'd be possible to leave, lead him on some uh, sort of wild goose chase if we asked some random person to carry it away somewhere else and have them exchange it with someone else? Or do you think that'd be bad news for the person who had it? I would not want to risk any other person's life with this. I think if he comes looking for it, he's going to be coming for blood. Indeed. Doesn't exactly seem like a generous fellow. Show up. Oh, do you mind if I have my ring back? Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Safest place this ring belongs is with me. What if we sell it? Then it'd go to somebody and... Same problem. Yeah. I will not have any more innocent blood on my hands. Throw it into the... Okay. That's... Uh... That's brave, sir. I changed the subject. I'm like, how is everyone's food? <laughs> it's quite tasty. Maribel's amazing. Look, is this your signature? Oh, yeah, I did that last time I was here. Oh, my goodness. You have such pretty handwriting. Oh, thank you. Um, my mom always tried to get me to write good and proper. So now I've got 
Nice calligraphy. <laughs> Perfect. Jealous. <laughs> well, I'm sure your handwriting's pretty good. You've got to write all the time being a wizard folk lady. Well, not really. I have a magic quill that does the writing for me. Oh. Well, does your magic quill write nicely? Or does it write like you? Not saying that you don't write nicely. I was just assuming from the way that you were saying <laughs> that uh, um, it was he, a little scribbly. He writes a little scribbly. He? You named your quill? Yeah. Cool. That's very nice. Did you give him a name or is he just a he? Um, well, my book is Barnabas. Barnabas? Perhaps, perhaps Quilliam. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't named the quill yet, but we were getting there. Maybe. That's a good one. I might have to think I, about that one. <laughs> I, like, look over and I snap a little shock and grasp. I don't attack him, but I just do it. I'm like, that was good, but next time be careful. <laughs> Fair enough. I have to name Digging it. high fives from the alley. <laughs> 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 what, what was that? <laughs> so, William right. and Barnabas. Barnabas. Based That's... off of the most magical wizard that I've ever heard of. We'll get into that later. Oh, that's right. You've received actual proper schooling, haven't you? Uh, yes, I've huh? been there for, what, like six years? Maybe? Oh, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. there for quite a while. Six years. That's a long well, time learning. You're in school for about four, and you've been apprenticing, and now are uh, you've ranked up once it's in your Aster. guild. You've been there for about two years. Astra Quest, Astra Kieran, Astra Kieran. I got it. <laughs> yep, Astra Kieran. The Astra Kieran Guild. At the which academy, if you remember? Um, the Kaiser Vexus Luminary Academy. All oh, right. Soren, you know someone going to school there. I do. Would I have heard of the the guild specifically, though? The like, guilds, um, the guilds make up the academy. Like they mm -hmm. offer, they offer teaching in various disciplines at the academy, mm -hmm. um, and then that's where most wizards and scholars there continue to work. Is once they finish their schooling, they select a guild to go continue their education and work mm -hmm. on specific stuff. Um, you can make an arcana or a a history check just to see what you know but they are located in basat go history you've definitely oh. heard of them uh okay. 19 so you know the astrakirin then um is a guild dedicated to astronomy astrology um the heavens the stars and all that good stuff and the goings on of our solar body and the study of the veil cool <laughs> I'd actually be if I were in that world. I don't really. <laughs> Where you'd be going to school right now. It oh, matches sure. my outfit. <laughs> we went with a whole theme here. <laughs> How do you spell um, it? A S T R A K I R I N? I will type it into OOC for you because okay. it is. It is not that. <laughs> oh, I have here in my notes in exclamation uh -huh. points. Need to name my quill. <laughs> I didn't there think it was going to come up this quick. <laughs> and the school, for those of you interested. That's so wrong. 
I just you can type it in Twitch chat too. Kaiser Luminary Academy. Yeah. Sure. Oh, that's a good spot. I'll type it in Twitch chat. Oh. Wow. Okay. And then... I got Kaiser Vexus and then... Astrakir. School in Busat. So, the question on most people's mind, Doran. What's going on with that ring now that you've had it identified? Take an action to attune to it. Okay. Oh, you're really nice compared to the last guy. You hear a voice in the back of your head. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're going to take a break. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Just happened to be oh, yeah. accidentally oh, yeah. like, I, I, I sent you. That was a slip of the tongue. Yeah. I mean, yeah. did the ring just uh, DM slip up before. And I was yeah, like, the oh, ring just master, master level bullshitter, yes. <laughs> oh, no. I immediately messaged Josh on Discord. I was like, oh, my God. Epic DM fuck up. I, uh, I was <laughs> looking up to see if a. Uh, if a sentient ring, what type of magical energy it gives off of. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Whoops. Sentient. I can't think this quickly. This is too hard. <laughs> All right, we're only going to have a problem if he starts calling it my precious. Oh, yeah. Then we got to kill Oh, my him. God. Yes. Um, yeah. So, so we'll, uh, we'll we'll meet the ring of the distractor after our after our break. <laughs> Does, does my book talk to the ring? Lol. Oh my god. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> Making life difficult for you. Uh, <laughs> we we will see. Yes. Let's take oh, a break. Uh, thank you guys. We're going to go to our intermission. Hello. Welcome and we're back. back. No, it's fine. <laughs> we're all back. <laughs> We had our little wasn't sure if Christina was going to say it or if I was. I'm was not muted. I'm talking. I'm good. We're good. Everyone's good. <laughs> I'm I... talking here. <laughs> oh, I had my slice of cheese, and we are good to go. <laughs> Ooh, cheese. A oh, whole slice. Mm. I thought you were have... a rabbit, not a mouse. Oh, She's good. Rabbits can do rabbits eat cheese? I don't think so. I have to look that up. I'm... <laughs> look that up. I don't know if they have cheese. Rabbits. I don't know if they have access to cheese. Don't Will they Tarak, eat cheese? Though. Probably. <laughs> Find out Do they next in week nature? on Spellcast no. Adventures. No. Rabbits, Rabbits should not, should should not eat, eat cheese. cheese. <laughs> and it has a All really right. nice well. image. Oh, no. This has been a productive session. We found out that rabbits don't eat cheese. So see you guys next week. <laughs> All of you so with much. rabbit pets, don't feed them cheese, please. Yeah, no yeah, cheese. Just, no cheese. As cute rabbit. as it is to watch them nibble, just, mm -mm. just no cheese. Just veggies. Um, Ooh. so we left with um some people talking in a in a in a eatery, <sighs> but more importantly, digging. You make your way across the oh, camp. Uh. What? Ah, nice. I got you, suckers. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah, you, you head over. There's um there's a barracks on the opposite side of camp, um as well as an open blacksmith. It's open air blacksmith. It does some there's some repairing going on, as well as you can see um, racks of weapons kind of stored in a well lit area adjacent to this open forge. Um, but you can see someone working late there, kind of 
cleaning up shop. Just walk awkwardly up right to him. Hello. Oh, hello there. How are you doing today? A little busy. Well, oh, that's good. What can I do for you? Digging was told you have oil. Yep, got weapon oil. You can need a little bit. Can dig in and procure some oil. Yep. Cost you about two copper. There. Get you a little bit. Okay. So hands you a vial <laughs> of this uh this oil. It's a small little tincture. Body um, oil. For digging, it's body oil by <laughs> by Fort Rowling. Body oil by Fort Rowling. Bless you. Um, uh, he'll he'll look. He seems busy. He's just kind of cleaning up shop, hands it to you, and you see him like head back to the back room and kind of drop it into this little bucket. But comes back out. And, oh, was there something else you needed, bud? Anything else I could get for you? Maybe. Do you have weapons? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they're, you know, we're contracted for the Busat Garden. Um, could probably sell you something, but you gotta, you gotta clear it with our wall first. Hmm. Digging is supposed to shed blood. Don't know if these are good enough. Oh, those, those look fine. Yeah. Who are you killing, exactly? Hmm. Diggin did not say kill. Well, um, shed, uh... Hmm. Okay. There's... There's a thing called a metaphor. Um, sometimes a euphemism. Yeah. You say one thing, but you mean another. Most people say shed blood. They mean murder, death, kill, stab, maim, destroy. That was not what Diggin... That was not what Diggin promised. Well, listen. If you're going to shed blood and you're shaving somebody, those are going to work fine, but you should be really careful when you shave. You don't want to shed blood if you're going to be, you know... And uh, this means kill. You know, like this. Thumb. Kill. Yep. You got thumbs, bud? Yeah. Yep, okay. Yeah. It means you're gonna kill somebody. Noted. So, those are good blood shedding instruments. Um anybody in camp that you're looking to shed their blood or No. Can you look at Diggin's hand? And he'll reach out with his hand that was kind of mutilated by the Goliath. It's kind of broken and hurt a little bit. Yeah. Let me take a does this look broken? Well, I'm not a artificer by any means, but oh, what kind of metal is this? Do I know what kind of metal this? <laughs> um, what are you? So, <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, digging. I'm gonna kind of leave this. To you, this is a, okay. a deep, deep history yeah, check yeah, yeah, yeah. to like see if you can remember something, and then yeah, I would say at disadvantage, whatever you decide to roll. But this is like tracking deep into the memory to see if you can remember. Nope. 
<laughs> nice try, but it's a six and a seven. Well, um, it looks a little dinged up, but can you go like this? Yep, it's heavy. Works for me. It works for you, but it looks like it'd be fine. Thank you. Much appreciated. Here. I'll hand him a gold. That was a golden two silver, you said? Two copper. Uh, two copper? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Vial of oils, dirt cheap. Uh, just, just, just for looking at your... You need anything yes. else looked at while, while you're here? I could, you know, give you a once over. You are not an artificer. Thank uh, you. No, I could figure it out for this much money. <laughs> Weapons. Yeah. You need me to shine those up for you? Clean them up? No. They seem fine. Digging. Might need something for range. Um. He, um. Rolled a 20 on a perception check while looking at your hand. I'm going to. DMU because this is okay. not potentially knowledge. Sorry, everybody else. Okay. So. Yeah, you got a bit of a weird fracture, like, right here. Dig in. Yeah. It's broken. Like, points at your forearm. And yeah, it's... Let me see one of your knives. You don't mind? Sure. And over really, a knife backwards? Really to him. hard to see, but look at this. And he takes the blade, and he slides it sharp edge along your arm, like he's shaving, like he would shave hair. And it catches very slightly on one part of your arm and kind of skips past it. So there's a... You might want to get that looked at. There's a bit of a, like a airline fracture or something mm. on the plating there. A little, a little strange. Do Shouldn't be know? too much, but if it... If it was a piece of metal for armor, I would remove it and I'd replace it. But, Do you know of an artificer? Not in camp. Um, you might find a good one. Uh, uh, sometimes they travel through Mitotona. Uh, sometimes, I mean, you can definitely find one in Busat. Mitotona, I see you freaking dancing. There you go. Taking <laughs> it in my um, head. <laughs> so you, uh, you might find one in Busat, but none up this far north. Hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't be more help. That know. is okay. Hands you the dagger back. Put it under my cloak in the back. This has been helpful for digging. Thank you. Oh, best of luck. Just watch that arm. If it fractures anymore, you know, wrap it in leather binding and cinch it tight and come see me. Duly noted. Turns around. Have a nice day. You too. Back in the... Um, <laughs> the little bar or the sorry the uh, the large house of eatery there in uh let's see <clears throat> speak common okay so uh you hear a, a voice 
pop into the back of your head, Doran, who put on the ring I did not expect to come out for many, many weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a lot nicer than the last guy. Uh, what is this? What? what, is what? Hey. Oh, don't pay attention to them. They're just a bunch of fuddy-duddies. Yes. Rings talk. Would I know about that? Pay attention to me. Now talk to your <laughs> friends. Um, this is a uh, this is a child's voice, not just an annoying high pitched voice. It is a, a, a child. The one who wants um, to touch the werewolf. What I know about talking. <laughs> <No. friends. laughs> Don't bring that up. Make an uh, make an arcana check, and. Uh, Penelope, make an arcana check as well. Oh. Natural 20 for 26. Can't beat that. Oh, damn. Um, oh. Um, both of you are aware that items, you, you have heard of, so Penelope, you have heard of souls being infused into items or creatures becoming one with an item or an item like having the ability to talk to people you've heard and read rumors about it um soren you know that there is there's deep amounts of magic in the world and like souls have a um let me think here for just a minute how i want to phrase this properly for you um you know in the world there Enchanted items that had, had sentience were very few and far between up until about 140-ish years ago. Sorry. About... <laughs> timeline, timeline, timeline. Uh, Rantic note-taking. Hold on. 90-ish <laughs> years ago. About 90-ish years ago. So within my lifetime. Ooh. Within your lifetime. You knew that there were very few and far between beforehand, but something happened when Buraz was defeated and the sky shattered that items came like became sentient more often there were more reports of sentient items why that happens there's no real evidence about it i don't think i knew that the sky shattered when he was defeated that's interesting to know too yeah that's that is something that very definitely happened during your lifetime like when he was Ooh. defeated there is a world-shattering explosion that could be heard for hundreds of miles from his fortress, which was very far away from Busat. But right, that there was, I knew about. There was a there was a bright flash in the sky, and it it appeared like spidered broken glass in the atmosphere, and it stayed that way for about ten years. Where even during the daylight, you could see the cracks very vividly, and then they began to fade over the years. Now, some hundred years, ninety-ish years later. They're visible mostly at night. Okay. Um, but the cracks are still very clearly there at nighttime. It's um, the best way to explain it during the daytime is like looking at a bright, clear blue sky and seeing that little bit of like bacteria or something in your eye. It's like very translucent and through the edge of your eye, you can barely see it. That's okay. kind of how you can see the cracks. Is like if you look at it at a weird angle, you can kind of see them showing up during the daytime. Very, very hard to see though. But, you know, since then, things have gotten weird with items becoming sentient more often than not. Uh, yes, oh. Maxville. How many years ago did you say this was? 
Um, 90. 90. Okay, thank you. Before your lifetime, I believe. Oh, yeah. Um, Far before my you, lifetime. It, I'm old. The stories, <laughs> the stories are very clear now. It's not even, it's not myth or legend yet. This is, this is recent history. Yeah. Um, the sky shattered because of the defeat of Baraz, and you've heard rumors of, um, uh, most of you have either heard the term Aether Mirror, or you just know it was a shattering of a mirror of power um, that caused the breaking of the sky. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. at, at seeing him ask if rings usually talk, my eyes just go wide. No, not, well, not normally, but I suppose it's a bit more common. What is it saying? Wants me to pay attention to it. Well, I suppose Hello. that does check out with her description of what it does. Friend! You feel yeah. like a rhythmic tapping at the back of your mind. <laughs> play with me, 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 play with me. Tell me, uh, do you have a name? I, uh, um... Oh, he's talking to the ring. I... I don't remember. While this is going on, Tarak looks at Doran's glass of ale, whatever he's mm. drinking, kind of <laughs> examining it. And, uh, there's a there's a the couple empty could... flagons. Yeah. <laughs> My friend, you have been looking deep in your glass. Are you sure uh, this voice is real? It has been be a very stressful day for you. Maybe I should take you off for now? I mean... No. It's been a long time since anyone's talked to me, but... I'm glad it wasn't the mean guy anymore. He was kind of rude. He, he is uh, very far away. I don't think you will have to worry about him. Oh, so we can go play now. He was always really mean to me. We can go play! Let's go play. Come on. How do you play exactly? Okay, I'm going to think of a number between 1 and 20. Yes. The number 16 vividly pops into your mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and guess 16. You're so smart. Your turn. Okay, you pick a number between 1 and 20. Go, 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 go. Uh, okay. He's playing games with it. Vividly thinks of the number 7. What if he loses... Is oh. it 14? Maybe the memories he brought up have... Uh, it is not. That is interesting. Uh, bear with me one moment, and he's going to pop the ring off. <laughs> I can read this thing's thoughts, but this thing cannot read my thoughts. Oh. Wait. Uh, it was talking to you like it wanted to play games, you said. That's yes. Very odd. I think it is the soul of a child or something. I don't suppose you recognize the voice. Oh, not. Hang on. <laughs> Where'd you go? I am sorry, little one. I had friends are only conversation. Oh, that's boring. I know. This is concerning. So, What's... hey, look over there. Make a. Uh... <laughs> Make no. an intelligence check. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. god. Sorry. Sorry. Make a charisma saving throw. Charisma 
saving throw. Oh, boy. Oh, no! Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, that's a seven. No. Oh, you, are, you are very briefly distracted by something you thought you spotted on the wall. And, like, you kind of look past Tarak <laughs> and see something on the wall. Gotcha! <laughs> Is everything all right? Uh, it would appear I am not immune from the effects of this ring. Oh, that was oh, so did, funny. Did you, you totally fell for it. Uh, well, that seems oddly detrimental. And, uh, uh, that was fun. You're a nice guy. At least you play games with me. Okay. All right. Now, all right, we're going to play another game. Um, I am going to let's see here. What game should we play? So I'm going to guess um, Shears parchment or stone and you guess shears parchment or stone you ready uh, i suppose uh, i can indulge you for just a little one longer. two and as soon as he starts counting the the massive like image of a pair of shears pops into your mind one <laughs> two three oh uh, what did what you do this? i can't what did you do well, it's stone Stop. I find that. Ah, you won. Okay, best two out of three. Best two out of three. What's We're gathering our Are... hands together. What's... I... I don't understand. <laughs> I will take a rain check on round two. Just bear with me one more moment. Round two? What's a rain check? Okay. <laughs> this thing wants to play games constantly. It can distract <laughs> me. I think this is maybe only for uh, certain emergency situations. You said it sounds like a child. It sounds Wait. like a very needy, attention-starved child. Yes. Is it and an that... iron-born child? Can you tell? Uh, yes, boy, go. One moment, what? please. Make a make a perception check okay. for me, actually. Okay, perception check. Uh, oh, this is fascinating. Oh, no. <laughs> I've only heard about this in my studies. Uh, Thirteen. So, um, it doesn't have a dragonborn ass accent at all. Ass. It does not sound Child. like a dragonborn, I know. <laughs> uh, does it sound male, female, so, anything? Uh, Ring. It does sound like a boy. I okay. don't want to call you Ring. I think that is a terrible name for you. Um, mm -hmm. Doran Jr. Do not remember your own name. Um, I uh, could think really hard, and maybe you could help me. Let's go for it. If you can try and remember your own name. Okay. We're going to think really, really hard. Ready? One, two, three. Think really, really, really hard, really hard. Just. I think the you rest just see of him like. Will see, he's just like <laughs> squinting and concentrating. Is that yeah. what happens when you drink too much alcohol? Not in my experience. No, Holy this is something else. Shit. Okay. When you drink too wow. little alcohol, should should we give him more? Listen, no, it hard. Hard. <laughs> that was a roll Moment. with aid for trying to remember his name, and a twenty would have done it. Nice. What did? Oh, oh, oh! I remember. They called me Shiroj. That is S H I. I'm gonna type it in chat there for you. It's a. I'll put it in Discord or into Twitch stream as well. 
Let's see. That sounds like a Dragonborn name. What's <laughs> <laughs> a Baxi? Um. Uh, do you, Doran? Sorry, did you say that aloud, or did you just? Well, did I? I said yeah. Shirosh. I repeated his name. Yeah. He wrote what is that? Shirosh is apparently the name of this thing. Oh. Barak, the only name similar to Shiroj you have ever heard is names your father used to share with you. It sounds similar. You can't you can't quite put a finger on it, but there are some similarities from your father's friends he had talked about in the past and acquaintances that it may be from his native tongue, but it's really hard to pinpoint because you just can't put a finger on it. When when I was young, my father would tell stories before we fell asleep. These names, Shiroj, it sounds like perhaps I have heard something like that. In what context? Like one of your father's his, friends or his his friends his i um was one of his friends shiroch i i do not know but so just to be very clear the it wouldn't be a name specifically he said it would be for example two english speakers being introduced by a german friend to a, another german friend like english speaking names versus deep germanic names like very right. different root type naming conventions is what you're so getting basically you're saying this is like orcish name no i'm saying this is no. tarak is telling you what tarak what? knows about this what sort of name if it's not orc i um i have not shared this with many um, my my heritage, you know. Perhaps I shouldn't say more, but magic. Make a quick perception check for me. Sorry, okay. didn't mean to say magic. Tarak, make a quick perception check for me. You guys are all rolling really well tonight. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I am. Frank. I'm 19. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are um, there are definitely a few ears nearby who are interested in what you have to say, Tarak. Perhaps we uh, should not talk about this here. It's very fair. Um, for now, I will allow Shiraj to accompany us on the condition of no more funny business with my mind, please, Shiraj. Fine. The other guy was really mean and only let me have fun with people that he forced me to, but you can probably as long as we, as long as we play games, as long as we play games. But no, no mind 
stuff with me, please. Okay, I won't distract you anymore. <clears throat> Thank you. I won't be like, hey, look over there. Make a DC charisma. <laughs> Make a charisma saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> <Shit. laughs> As you're ready for it this time. I was expecting time. it. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Okay, last time. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. Is it still toying with you? Uh, it, it, it seems to be its only motive is to toy with me. Um. So yeah, occasionally throughout the day while wearing the ring, you'll note that Doran is playing random games of rock, paper, scissors or saying names <laughs> or numbers aloud. Oh God. <laughs> Sorry, parchment shears boulder. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So after a bit, um, digging, you've got your oil. Are you heading back to your friends or? Yep. What are you up There's to? Straight purpose going back. I do want to make a another like round of like just checks as I'm walking. Make sure there's no yeah. new dragonborns. Big investigation check. Yeah. Okay. Investigation. Wow. That's fun. Can I give him insp my inspiration? Is, is that a thing we do? You can give inspiration. Yes. If you want to okay. give it to your friend, you guys can give inspiration to each other. So that's a uh, advantage. Yep. Go and roll yeah. advantage. Get that off of me. Oh, it's worse. 13 still. Sorry. I'm not the person um, to give it to you. Not tonight. That's right. No other dragonborn hanging out around inside. Um, it's getting to be dusk. Uh, the veil is starting to recede and kind of cover the land. The veil is starting to stretch out and cover the land. The veil recedes in the morning. Silly GMs and their silly things. Um. Yarn um, has not come in to join you for food. Uh, mm. Yarn kind of went off on their own. Like she went and kind of like hung out on her own earlier. And digging, you kind of spot her. Yarn sitting on the palisades above, kind of near a corner where she can just like look out and like watch the wilderness. Okay, she's just if, kind of sitting up on her own. As I come back, I'll I'll, I'll note where she's at. Um, but I'm going to go back into the bar and just go right up to the line, grab a tray. Okay. Hello. Oh, hello there, sweetheart. Did you find what you were looking for or did you come back to get something to eat? Diggin did. Thank you very much. But well, good. Diggin is here for food, not for digging. Well, OK, um, well, let's see here. Let me get you a little bit of everything then. And she just starts meat. loading up. Oh, meat? Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, well, tell you what, these short ribs are about to go anywhere. Why don't you do this? I don't know how much you need, but uh All why don't you it. just give me that tray and why don't you and she lifts out this tray with some towels and hands it to you like it's hot. <laughs> just uh, grab it. It's a little oh, oh you sure you're not gonna burn yourself, honey? Oh uh Yes. Well, okay, you do you, and just take that and, uh, and get your feel. Hey, we're gonna need more short ribs on. Somebody put them on back there. Come on. Ooh. Again, <laughs> we'll be back with this container. Thank you. Um, okay, y'all. He, yep. like, awkwardly, like, tries to find a spot to put it down. Uh, can you hold this for digging real quick? Uh, yeah. Thanks for adding <laughs> towels and, like, holds it Hands up. Hands it back real quick. I'll pull out some money. I'll give her... Mm. Oh no, honey, 
I'll give her a gold piece. I put it on the counter. Thank you. Bless your heart. You're just you're just a couple peas short of a pod there, aren't you? Jigen does not know what that means. The container will be returned. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay, then. In, out. The rest of you watch this strange exchange as Diggin now walks out with the entire kind of like tub of braised meats. And I'll go over to Yorin. As we're inside, can we tell that the sun is setting? Well, can we tell that it's the, turning to nighttime? Yeah. <laughs> setting? Um, yeah, the, the veil is pulling across the land. It is becoming dusk outside. You guys came in fairly late. It was almost dusk when you got there. Um, it's it's getting very close to full on night now. Is there a place for us to sleep? Like I think you said they were. Mm-hmm. You guys had not booked one of the cabins, but they are open. Oh. You haven't seen anybody else in. You just need to kind of go check in with somebody at the office. The, the front, the main like, there's a barracks and there's the armory and a bunch of other like, ancillary like, buildings, or ancillary. What is the hell is ancillary? Ancillary buildings that do different things. Here I am combining new words. This is my new elf word for today. Ancillary. Um, but there is a, there's kind of like an office near the gate that's more of a, it looks looks a little nicer than the rest of the places. And um, only one or two people have kind of gone, gone in and out of there. Um, when you met with uh, Shatha and she brought you up here, um, mm-hmm. Shatha did check in at that office after she told you all where to go okay. and that's kind of that's where whatever leadership that runs this place hangs out in there just Digging. finishing up my soup I would just be like I'm going to go secure us rooms and uh, keep a watch on the wall for a while as the sun transitions um, Thank you. I'll let you know Good when idea. I have the rooms for us I'll be right back Thank you, Mr. go outside Digging. mm-hmm Heading up to Yorin. Yep. And she's sitting, staring out to the wilderness. And um, it doesn't say anything as you approach. I'll just walk right up next to her. Uh, is she like on a bench or, or just like standing, leaning on something? Is there like a place where I can set she's, the tray? So she's tall enough that she sits on the palisade. And this is like a shortcut, like a shorter like uh, arrow split for somebody else to look through she's mm. sitting down eye level looking out of it perfect I'll uh just set down the tray of hot food revenge can wait for one more day food is needed so is rest she doesn't say anything continues to stare out I'll, I'll turn away and begin to walk but I'll stop and kind of look over my shoulder Diggin is sorry for your loss he sighs and then you hear a knife unsheath and she just kind of sticks a piece of meat we will meet in the morning Okay. And I'll head back and uh, try and find a spot where I can oil up. Put on okay. my skin oil. 
<laughs> go put on your libre cant. Um, all right. Pass by on the way out. <laughs> you, <laughs> sorry, you, you exit, get the evening air into your lungs, um, smell a hint of weapon oil in the air as you kind of look towards the cabin area and digging and sitting there. <laughs> shaking oil onto himself and like, like slathering himself I'll with be, oil. I'll be like putting it in the, the, the joints and stuff like a, a normal routine and then uh, like actually when you're in the 90s. Yeah, when you're out there he'll be actually examining and like touching the line that was put or brought out to his attention and like taking care of it and just a little odd standing there and playing with it and looking at it What's the matter, friend? Digging is broken. Broken? Broken how? Digging does not know. Well, let me see. Yeah. Looking at it, can I see the... the Like, does it look functional? Um, His arm looks functional. There okay. doesn't appear to be anything wrong at first glance. Like, you just kind of, like... Take a look. Manipulating it, looking around, like I would say, probably make a strength check. <laughs> Can I oppose that? Sure. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and make it a strength check. Let's see what happens. Oh boy, I'm so good at those. <laughs> well, you might oh, be. I'm not okay. that good, but uh, ten. <laughs> oh, Diggins' arm does not move. Oh, was so close. Um, oh, all right, never mind. Um, well, it looks fine. You seem functional. You. Don't seem impaired. And I like try and like, like actually try and move his arm. This time. <laughs> it's, it's just there. Yeah, no, you seem fine. I don't know. Um, we could possibly find a. Um, I know in the city there are people who you know work on metal and repairing things like that. I've had my door frame fixed a number of times. Um, no, I need an artificer. Oh, well, I suppose that makes sense. Hmm. Well, something to attend to if we uh, return to Passat, I suppose. Yes. I'm going to go find us lodgings for the evening. I, do you... Do you sleep? I don't think no. I remember you sleeping. You don't? All right. Well, we'll have at least somewhere comfortable to rest. Don't Wait? need it. I don't know what you do. Okay. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> Just do you walk need up company? to the office. Oh, you can come along if you like, yes. Okay. <laughs> Follows. <laughs> Robody's okay. on an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> um, you head towards the office uh, that's not emblazoned with more than on the door itself the symbol of Busat. Um, in a kind of tarnished copper. Uh, it's, it's seen a little bit of wear out here, but it signifies that this is the house of command. Um, there appear to be lights on in the inside. You guys just walking in the front door? Yeah, I walk in and like crack it open a little bit and just like you hear from the back um kind of a a light airy but stern female voice um emanate uh yes was it come in please uh, evening we um we were hoping to yes. possibly procure lodgings for the evening i know that you have the uh, the cabin nearby oh, yes i i had heard of your group yes you all just uh came in from the road where are you yes. traveling from and you see she oh she steps out from the back room, this um, older wood elf. Well, not older, I should say. She's she's fairly young. Uh, wood elf 
soldier. She's got the Busat tabard on, um, but she has kind of a um, a feathered pauldron on one side uh, that it signifies, you know, a command rank. Um, very soft, silvery, tanned skin. Um, very lean, but has a long red mohawk that kind of just comes down the center of her back and tightens up at the back into almost cool. a almost like a little mullety length in the back there but nice. it just kind of comes down and is held up cool. tight in the back Mohawk. Um, and she's you know she's got a um she has a very long scimitar at her hip and walks out kind of looks at the two of you so oh, aren't you just the strangest sight for this place <laughs> yes i suppose thank um, you she boom, thumps down this large book and flips it open um, no reservations this week. Uh, no expeditions setting out. Um, one cabin occupied who has not returned and reopened. Yes, we have room. So eight silver is the fee. We can put you up per night for eight silver to rent out the entire cabin. Um, of that of Here's course, a, I have a gold includes, piece here. Um, yeah. Food I, if you is, don't mind. Well, I'm, sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm obnoxiously curious. The other cabin that you said is uh, currently unoccupied and has not returned yet. Someone was mm-hmm. staying there recently. Oh, we had an expedition launch out of there some six days past. Yep, we have the date. Six days past. Might I bother you for the name of the person there? We happen to be here on, um, unfortunately, business from uh, from my Detona. I'm looking for some people. Make a persuasion check. Is it, is it still with advantage, or...? Yeah, you actually have advantage on this roll. You still do until you fail. Ugh. <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> yeah. Does he still? She kind of, like, she kind of looks for a moment and... Face. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It's been a long one. Yeah, I can give you the name. Um, belonged, uh, checked out by an Elric Varen. He was... Sure I had that right. Yep, Elric Varen, on his way out for an expedition, borrowed oh, God. four guardsmen. Was due to return a couple days ago. That's Is it of any concern to you about strange. Elric's um, fate? Well, generally, um, when they do contract some of the guards out, which we had a few extra and we allowed them to take on the job, you know, we get a little worried that they haven't returned yet. But they we just be. don't have the manpower to patrol. Um, Come again? I'm, uh, they won't be, in all likelihood. I'm afraid to report that um, we believe that Elric and his party were ambushed and are currently located in some sort of camp near the fortress. I don't know if you know of any, I hate to use the phrase, but bandit camps nearby. Um, no. We it's not a reductive phrase, but... but um, the occasional goblin that, raid. Uh, I don't think it's goblins. There's what about in the area that's even more headache. What yes. about ivory phantoms? Oh yes, do you know about them? Do you know of them? See if she does. They're, they're news to me. It's perfectly understandable for them. Unfamiliar never, to you. Never heard of that being. Yes. Well, um, we believe that they might. They're either assassins or bandits or something of the sort, but we believe that they might have a camp nearby that has procured. Elric, and quite possibly any guards that you might have sent with him. 
That's very strange. We had a... We had another recently who had come through that did not return either. Um, a dwarf woman. What was her Don't name? Know. She had gone out with a few people, but I believe only two of them returned. Basok uh, Oakbone was her name. Oh, yes. Perfect. She... She had left with a, a party two weeks ago, nearly. Checking my dates because I kept them on here. Mm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. They left out of here last week. Um, ten days ago, on the fifth. Mm. Right. Well, there might still be time to return with Elric if it is of any concern of you, of, of your Very people so. here. We are um, not doing much for securing the frontier if we are not letting these people come back safely. But I'm also point. more worried about the, the loss of my men. As you should be. Four um, of them. Which did way did when, they go? Yes. When were we planning on leaving? Did we discuss that? Tomorrow. Rest is needed. Except for you, of course. Um, we were planning on leaving in the morning, possibly to go and find Elric and his captors. I don't suppose you could spare any more to return your men and him. Not really, no. If the, if the hammers hadn't just made their trip, there might have been a few more bodies in camp, but a few of them stayed on to help cover as we had those four out. Um, I don't really have much information. I have where they were going, but where I don't was that? have... They were heading into the jungle northeast, a couple days travel. Northeast, all right. She pulls out a map for you. I forget this this campaign map. Do we have some semblance of that map in our like in character? You are seeing one now of the region. You don't okay. necessarily have one on your okay. person. Couldn't remember if we had like a map that we got from uh, um, what was her name, Shona. Um, Shatha did not provide Shatha. you in that, a map. Okay. Um. Hit edit it, but anyways, she marks out this spot on the map for you. Cool. Okay. While this is happening, can I send a message to Soren? From the yeah. Talking to him over the stove. What's going on? What's taking so long? God, she can do that. Um, we're getting information about our uh, wayward friend, where we might find him, and possibly securing lodging for the evening. I, send, I tell everyone at the table. I, um, yeah, he had put in a travel plan for this section, and she marks on the map. There was a... You see... Like there's an overlay of vellum that she lays over that had their route mm. kind of marked out. And he said it was in this vicinity, you know, some some forty five miles off the coast, but didn't have any the jungle is a 
difficult place. It's thick, yeah. lots of creatures and old ruins, but this one was in, of interest to Elric, and they had put in a travel plan for it. And, you know, hopefully you find them somewhere over there. However, she pulls out a um, second sheet of vellum, marks out an area, and that circle did not go where I wanted it. There. And That's they kind of overlays <laughs> this shaded area. Oh boy. And um, it's weird. I just noticed on the stream you can't see that. Can't see what? Double checking my permissions. <laughs> So there should be a ruins. Yep. Um, see it now? Now you ah. should see it. There we go. There it is. Um, so that's the spot she marks out. And it says, in this region here, and she lays over this image, we've had dealings with goblins in this area, and this kind of hmm. roughly marks out their territory that we tend to avoid or at least arm people who are on expeditions to that area. Like Elric, right. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Oh, I forgot. Here's the here's the gold piece for the rooms. Um and for the information. Oh, yes, Thank you. Good. What was what was your name? My name. Um so you may refer to me as Captain Orin, but Arwell works as well. I'll put that into the out of character chat for you. Her name is Arwell or Hey, I got that one right. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! First time. Um, I'm the commander of this camp, and unfortunately, she kind of like looks outside. I am late for drinks with Coltag again. Busy. <laughs> of course, it's a, it's it's a busy a, place. It's quite the feast for tonight. Uh, uh, I won't keep uh. it any longer. <laughs> um, yes, please uh, enjoy the cabin for the night. Your gold piece is appreciated. We take any extra we can get to help fund everything, but. The Lusat Protector does fund all expeditions out of here. We appreciate adventurers such as yourselves exploring the wilderness and finding out what's really out there so that we can stop risking these academics who go out there willy-nilly without cause for their own safety and concern. I heard there was... keys? Keys? No, you don't need keys. There is a latch from the inside, but um, you haven't happened to register yet, have you? Register. With what? But generally, expedition forces are contracted to Usat, oh, Luminary are... Academy, or if you registered with the Adventuring Guilds of Usat, that will allow you to you know, properly be taxed for any riches you find, as well as right. recognize you with the Adventurers Guilds. Um, no, we haven't had the opportunity yet. We, um got quite lucky with the hammers of my detona operating just a quick uh, convoy escort and oh. um haven't quite been That's back to the group. city yet good group to contract with well we have the necessary forms here if you would like that way anything that you may find you know we could properly take the cut for the, the protectorate and right you could um earn yes, yourself give me some renown let me let me take a look at the forms i'll run it by the rest of the group and uh, i'll return it to you in the morning when we leave very good. How many, uh, she, she how many hands you this. Paper is it? 
It's it's a simple like one sheet piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a it's a registration that allows for a. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Here's the book. Right. Um, the registration that allows for each of you to be assigned to an adventuring company. There's you know there's a legal clause that's you know the the protector is not responsible for any harm Death. that may come to you. Um, taxes paid ensure the. Um, ensure the ongoing use of adventuring guilds throughout the protectorate and through the world. Um, more importantly, when you're registered as a, an adventuring guild, any place that has um, lodgings for adventurers, such as Fort Rowing with expedition sites, um, your taxes pay for your room charge, so you may stay free of charge. Yay! But oh no, Sorry. we need oh. to come up with a name. And I'll run back to the group. Everyone, everyone, bureaucracy! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So there is a spot for you to register a uh, a company name and then you all become agents of the company and there's a spot for everybody's name and your occupation and where your home address is if you have could, one. Could I take a look at this and just oh, see I think with everyone should. What I know from bureaucracy because the gods know that I have done some paperwork in my time with helping out with my family. Is there anything <laughs> here that seems off, unnecessary, or that I should have a problem with? So, very quickly, um, Ashihoya works uh, with a lot less bureaucracy and more familial agreements and okay. paperwork. Um, Busat has a bit more paperwork involved, but really, it, registering with the Adventurers Guild just kind of puts your names on the list of being able to say, hey, we're allowed to be here. Okay. Um and that's in terms of like lodgings and things like that, as well as there is a bit of renown that's associated with it that you know, governments may contact you for assistance and things like that. Places that they can leave information with you. Uh, really, though, there's not anything just a cursory glance over. There's no real legal stuff. There's just a okay. release that says your company is cannot hold anybody responsible for anything like the, any death damage or destruction that may befall you. And you're entitled to like you're entitled to ninety five percent of your your earnings, and they tax like five percent off of you. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> the name is the hardest part. It always is. We can have a sleepover party in the cabin and talk about it, and we can come up with something. We yes, we've got a whole night. Well, Digging here might be able to come up with something given the fact that he does not sleep. You see Diggin like <laughs> looking at the paper as it it's passed around. Doesn't pay attention to you. <laughs> All what has ever. Thorak also so seems very Thorak yes. seems very disinterested and he uh, goes and he grabs another two big mugs of ale and comes back and sets one down in front of Doran. Says, uh, my, uh, skated friend, it has been a, a difficult day for you. I am sorry about the memories. I, um, do know something about not wanting to be found living in the shadow. Doran takes the mug of ale and Yes, well, that is why I hope to kill that son of a bitch. And I, um, 
drink with him. Let's see, can you tell us anything that would prepare us in case they come for you? Anything about this family of yours? You had mentioned the younger sister, the father. Are they like you? Are they <clears throat> The only thing I can think to say is that if they have broken my family, then uh, it will be very difficult for us to engage in any kind of combat with them. Because they are your family or because... Yes, exactly. Anything that can help us overpower them without killing them? Well, luckily I am the eldest sibling and I am the strongest sibling, so I should be able to maintain a hold on them long enough to hopefully talk sense into them, but I do not know. Perhaps, uh, uh, perhaps Soren or Maybe you know some kind of uh, magics that will help, but uh, it is an unknown variable until we are confronted. I mean, I can't I speak for Pippi. I have a few tricks, but... I think it would be wise for us to at least think about it or prepare ourselves if should we should encounter them. As long as they are of the living variety. I do not even want to think about an undead version of my family, let alone one that has been tortured into becoming my own assassins. Can, can you tell us anything them. about their looks, anything that can help us prepare for this? Do they look like you? They are all fresh dragonborn like me. Um, uh, you would know if it is a shorter, more lithe one. That is my sister. Her name is escaping me right now. Where is my notes? <laughs> I swear to criminy. Uh, that's not the right notes to have open. Hang on. Dorval, Rinzeth, and oh, Seraph. Uh, her name is Seraph. I will write. I will write down their names in OMC chat. By the way, you have. And the others you had mentioned. Is there one? Are there more? Uh, I only have the three siblings left. The intensity of the slave labor conditions we lived in took their toll on my mother. And as a result of her death, my father became rebellious. And that is when our master decided to make an example out of him in front of the rest of the slaves, my family included. Sorry to hear that. This might be crossing a line, but I'm curious. This this wizard was the one who enslaved all of you. What did he use you for? What did he need you for? No, no, no. The wizard was another. Uh, the wizard was the personal servant to the, the dragon lord that I served. Ah, I see. Right. Like... I suppose same question. Then, what did he need you for? Generally speaking, slaves are meant for something. Work. 
service, things like that. We, we maintained the grounds, we cooked, we cleaned, we were right. slaves. Right, so just general, general service, not like, you know, mining or anything like that. Dragon, just checking off lists. Dragon Lord, as in like, a mighty fine dragonborn, or as in really big two wings spitsfire type dragon lord. He wanted to be, yes. He, he, he wanted right to the DM. Yeah, the he could take humanoid form or dragon form. Yes. He was aiming to become a dragon, like a true dragon. He was a true dragon. Was but he dragon? Oh, oh. a human form when he suited him best. Oh, I see. You can't exactly be a, you know, 18-foot-long dragon and go walking through doorways. What I suppose. type of dragon was he? Chromatic? He was a chromatic red dragon. Hmm. Alrighty. Strange. His name. His name was Valley Arthrex. And I will put that in OOC chapter. Now that's dragon name. So this wizard who was so abused by what do you know you what were... he wanted? What, what was he trying to accomplish with this torture of yours? He sought to experiment on me with his magics. Uh, for what end, I do not know. But I do know that it left me changed. And in an ironic twist of fate, it was those very same experiments that enabled my escape. <laughs> but they only seem to manifest during certain intense bouts of rage. Ah. Well, whatever it is worth, I am glad you are with us. Yes, I concur. I am glad to have you by my side, my friends. Hmm. It's been a long day. Perhaps rest. I agree. That's a good idea. You all retire to the expedition cabin and prepare for the journey ahead, possibly the next day, to pick up on the trail of Elric Varen <laughs> um, out in the great beyond of the jungle and you all find your sleep quietly as the veil crosses over Siorion and brings night to the tower to the world and an old brass dragonborn lies sleeping quietly inside of the clergy hall at the back inside of the fort rawing 
quietly resigned to the fact that someday someone will come. As he lays looking into the ceiling, breathing quietly, his silence is broken suddenly by a door creaking. Oh, and they would be that fast. <laughs> if one who they would send. He sits up and looks into the darkness. And a small, lithe female dragonborn steps forward. Hmm. Diana, you were a little girl last time I saw you. Yes, uncle, but the things of me reach far, and you have done much damage back home. Find rest now, and I hope that your soul never reaches Nomatathra. A quiet flash in the darkness, as crimson blood pours over the clergyman's gowns as he falls with a quiet bump to the ground. She steps forward and viciously removes the right brow ridge from above his eyes, pulling back the scale to bring home as a trophy. Eyebrows, Jesus. <laughs> and she leaves the clergy, slips over the wall, and meets with another. We have to get the word back. Hiromi would be interested to know the others that are around this place. It seems Busat has become a safe haven for those dark souls willing to leave us in our hours of need. Two figures slip off into the Gatalan jungle nights. That's where we'll end tonight's session. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, I knew it was coming. Oh, yeah. Damn. I'm going to be away. So. Yeah, we are. We are on vacation next week. So please tune back in um, on what? The 18th of October. Two week cliffhanger. cliffhanger. Because Kiri Kiri gets to go off to. Kira Cosmo gets to go off to freaking Disney. Oh, that's right. Variety. Yep. <laughs> Super jelly. But it's, okay. it's the watered down version of all the others. <laughs> but well, have, thank you everybody for a great session. Is not gonna do well in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Just Mercy. immediately clock the American up. Oh, there she is. Yeah. Mercy Mercy <laughs> Mercy, Boku. Mercy for what? <laughs> Boku. 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 <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh, man. This is why other countries don't like us, guys. I know, I'm trying. I just I'm gonna pretend I don't speak and I will bow and thank you. You will bow. Will bow. <laughs> Hiya. <laughs> oh goodness. Thank you guys. Alright. Thank you all. Thanks everybody. Thank you. I'm gonna pop off to the goodbye. Thank you.